with this guy, and he's an amazing person. Um, so we are here to introduce Grant Whitset. What's up? How's it going? How you doing? What's up? Um, we're just here, you know, catching up, seeing what he's doing. He's at IU. We're going to IU. We're rooming together. And um, this is Birdo. He's a uh, cameraman. Ex-cameraman. Ex-cameraman. But we got Sam behind the camera now. We're evolving as a team. Uh, he's going to be my roommate, and it's going to be crazy doing this with him. So, yeah, but without further ado, what's good, Grant? How's it going? Yeah. I don't remember what we were talking about. We just talked for like an hour. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> I guess... I'll just cut right to the chase. So, I, you go there. Yes. We're going there. Yeah. It's going to be really fun, and it's uh, going to be, you know, perfect time for possibly us to, you know, just hang out, maybe work together, uh, speaking on working together. NFTs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us about that. Right about, right on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you want to talk about? Like, uh, so what do you think base, about? Basically. Like, what are you doing? I mean, I got introduced with like CryptoPunks, and once yeah. they got big and Top Shot, and I was saying like, this is yeah. kind of cool, you know, going from like a card to right. you know electronic, because everything's going electronic. Yeah. Um, so I just want to get your opinions. Like, what do you yeah. think the future is on? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I that's what I'm really into right now. Like, that's what I'm working on behind the scenes. Is like, uh, that's like the big thing. I I'm like one of those people who like try to do everything, which is like not you know focused, but. The thing that I'm working on right now is is like in that same vein of like collectibles because I think that's gonna be huge. Like you're gonna see all of like I think eventually what you'll see is like even in existing markets like Pokemon, you know, mm -hmm. grading markets because that uh, because like this is my prediction. This is what would be sick as hell. But you know, like BSG mm -hmm. um, and like um, what's the other Do you one? Know what is? No, what's the what's the other PSA? Yeah. Um, oh, I know PSA. Yeah, so. like you get like a PSA grading for like rare cards. Um, like I think eventually you'll see that become an NFT. Like like the card is attached to an NFT. Oh, so yeah. if you it's like ownership, right? You'll see digital ownership as well as a physical ownership. Um, and that NFT, like because uh, NFTs can store data, they can store sub data. Yeah. You could have an NFT of like a PSA 10 and in the sub data will say it's actually a PSA 10. Like, and that's how you know. So you are trading it as a PSA 10, you know, that's gonna, and then it's decentralized too, because then like you have anywhere you go, if someone's like, you'd be like, yeah, I have it. And then someone's like, no, you don't. They're like, I have the NFT, you know, like, just, yeah, for sure. Like that's a huge part of it, I think, is like having the, the ownership of like, especially with collectibles, like any collectible, you're gonna see there's something about having that cloud of like being like now I actually have it, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So, so I you think, think like, you think it's gonna be like you're gonna show everybody the NFT rather than the physical thing, and because I mean you're saying they're gonna grade it as a PSA ten, mm -hmm. PSA nine, whatever. Yeah. How would it get damaged as an NFT, or is that just the physical object? That yeah, I mean I don't know. Like they they seal them up. I saw a video of someone pulling a PSA 10, like first gen Charizard, out of like a shipping box, and it was cracked in half. Mm -hmm. Like the plastic case it was in was really? cracked in half, and the card was fully bent and like shit. I was like, oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it was like, dude, that's like 250 grand. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, that's so much money. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so yeah, yeah, that was a that was a big thing, and then. Uh, it's just like one thing. I think you'll see a ton of stuff like Mark Cuban has been talking about uh, taking uh, 
Pass tickets uh, and making them NFTs. Yeah. So like you won't have to get like the digital ticket or whatever. It won't be like a picture or like a code. It'll be like here I have the NFT, and that'll change the way like a lot of things are, are transferred. So you buy tickets, you instantly get the tickets. Right? Yeah. Like and they're like in a wallet you have just like yeah. a regular wallet. You don't have a digital wallet with your NFT of like a mass ticket for this day. Like, even if you buy it online, you know, it's like, oh, I have to make sure they email me. And then you were like, like, I think that would reduce scamming to a degree. Yeah. Because, like, you just set up a system and you can still get it just as quick where it's like the, um, I forget the name, ES Crow. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Um, and you set up that, that the, this is way into no, 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 yeah. So I, I told actually my friends from California, I was texting them yesterday, and I think it was yesterday, and I was like, I guarantee every ticket to every event will become an NFT. And they were like, no, no way, it's, uh, it's just going to be like too expensive, whatever. But Mark Cuban's talking about it. Yeah. And Mark Cuban like has changed the way that people, you know, see media and stuff like that. And it's not just him, it's so many other experts. Gary Vee, do you follow him? Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about NFTs all the time. And I just feel like it's gonna be a big thing. Like these people were right on so many other things in the in the past uh-huh. that you basically are done not to trust them. No, yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I think you know, trust but verify. Like form your own opinion. Don't say just because. Like I would like to. I, I stay agnostic about most predictions yeah. um, because I like to you know see the way things unfold, and like I'll wait until I have more information to form an opinion.
we were just like, yeah, I'm just gonna do a lot of like being lonely and watching YouTube in our rooms by ourselves, uh, and um, which was unfortunate, but it's just like how things happen. Um, and uh, so we both went to different high schools. Where did um, you go? You went to uh, my hometown high school. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, Frankfurt High School. Um, uh, that's Daniel, by the way, absolute homie. Uh, he also goes to Daniel. Okay. Um, yeah, and he is he is one of the smartest people I've ever met. Dang. Like, uh, COVID, so what is he doing now? He's in CS, yeah, at mm-hmm. IU. But he, the man, programmed an AI in eighth grade Dang. to play either chess or checkers, um, and like made it. He like created like like he had actual machine learning where like he made a program to like base moves and learn through games. So like you play it the first time, you can beat it like ninety percent of the time, and then like you play it the second That's time, crazy. people can beat it like sixty percent of the time, and it's like it will learn based upon your moves, and Dang. like he was able to like prove through graphs like that. Yeah, and I feel bad because like oh, we went to a science. It was a science fair project. This is a science fair project. Did um, you do it with him? I did. No, I did my own science fair project because everyone like we were in this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I beat him in the science, I didn't beat him in, okay, listen, I'm a competitive person, I, back then, he was, like, my only friend, so it was, like, also my only competitor, and, uh, like, I don't know, I, I, there were more, the way it worked is there were, like, basically companies and, like, organizations that came in and judged it and gave their own awards, right, and there are way more of those in the medical field than there are in, like, engineering for whatever reason, so like the science fairly like, prioritizes like medical stuff. For uh, it's just how it happens. Yeah. So like I, I got like first place in the science fair because I made mealworms uh, go through gravity or, or yeah. Um, so what does that do? I built a centrifuge, <laughs> and I was able to show through uh, a qualitative analysis that they reverted to cannibalism. How old were you? Eighth grade. Dang. No, but the mealworms ate each other. I actually, I tortured them. Yeah. Um, this is, but... It was fucked up. Yeah. I mean, so, they, was there so many that were in there, and then... No, so the, going down so, so the way it happened is, because they were on a centrifuge, um, for like two-thirds of their life, it was on a lamp timer. And there were two of them in like so many different capsules um, uh, on the centrifuge. And uh, basically, um, I just, we didn't have a centrifuge, so I just took a fan motor and then uh, basically rigged a bunch of pencils to it and then built capsules on the end of pencils and was able, I worked on it for like, listen, I had like, that mental issues. This is a me thing. Like yeah. you know, uh, yeah. it's went super in, interesting. No, went on an absolute like as an eighth grader, like for no drugs, just went on an absolute bender, just annihilating the, like seventy two hours straight on a weekend. I was like, oh fuck, rent is due. Basically, like yeah. on this project, yeah, I done anything. Just like built an actual centrifuge. So and you know, like, you're, you're I had no tools or materials. I was just like, shit. I have hot glue and pencils and a soldering iron in my room. For That's impressive. No, it was it was like shitty, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and I yeah, I pulled off like I made like fuck like I made 
members of the science fair. Really? They had, like Dang. awards. Yeah, it was sick. I have like a, a trophy for it. I went on the state. Uh, did you? How did you do a state? State was like nah, it was just a bad day for me. Just mealworms didn't pull through. Mealworms didn't pull through. Just didn't present it very well. Just kind of was off my game. Yeah. It was see the way it worked is that was early in the morning and the other one was at night. You uh, like go after school on these like two days or this one day and like you stand there for like I think like four hours straight with your poster board and then like judges come through and you just talk to them or whatever. Um, at state four hundred or at, at the after school things? Four, or four hours. Four, oh the after school one. Okay. So it'd be like you'd be there until you get home at like 10 or 11 p.m. and it was just like oh shit but that was fun uh, for you right yeah i loved it yeah i really enjoyed true. it yeah but um it was kind of like torture for a lot of people a lot of kids just didn't want to be there sounds yeah. like a lot of work yeah yeah because you like work on it for several weeks before that and mm -hmm. it was like hard program but like you know it does the science fair um but yeah there was that was so, okay, I, I just want to say, you were bringing up some mental issue stuff, and I yeah. know, like, so, I don't know if you know this guy, Mike Malak. No. Okay, so we know him from the Impulsive uh, podcast and, like, other stuff, like Logan Paul. Um, but his biggest thing is, like, you know, be yourself. And along with that, talking about mental health all the time. Sure. You know, like, you can get through it. You know, there's, you know, there's going to be bad days. Because he, he even admits he struggles all the time. So what, what do you think, like, you staying yourself helped with, you know, like, all the mental health stuff? Like yeah. Staying with what you loved? Because it sounds like you loved this. I mean, stuff. like, yeah, like, you know, I just kind of like making things, you mm -hmm. know, that's like, that, like, I was talking to you before, like, I basically grew up in a woodworking shop, and mm -hmm. that's what I was around. And, like, I was always, like, that kid who was like, oh, I'm going to build stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I just did that because it was, like, a thing to do as a kid. Just uh, like I, I did like actually like drop off for it, like I'll drop off with like making stuff for a really long time because I was mm -hmm. just like didn't know what I was going through. It was like a kid, yeah, and like was dealing with all this mental health stuff and like trying to fit in and like be you know with the times or whatever. But I just like had no energy, like no will to like yeah. do stuff. Um, and like that was like a lot of you know that was middle school and high school for me. It was just like feeling like down all the time because I just like had depression to know about it. Um, so that was part of it. Like, that's the thing I stopped really doing for a while. And of course, like, I would do it in little ways, but it was just like, I didn't have the energy to, like, pursue projects or, like, I didn't feel like I had the time, but I did, you know? It was just like, oh my God, like, I have to, like, whenever I don't have uh, time, like, to work on something, or if I even have the energy to work on something, like, I have to, like, um, sit down and, like, watch a video on like YouTube that I don't care about so that I can like you know not think it's like damn like that's tough but it's like <laughs> uh, that's like uh, you know like whatever that like like that was a period of my life and that was real where I like wasn't myself and I wasn't able to be myself but um, yeah I think like part of it is maturing and just realizing like okay following like doing what everybody else is going to be doing and like all this stuff doesn't you know necessarily make me happy and like if i if i allow like if i don't uh do 
the things that I know will make me feel better, like, I'm going to have no desire to do anything. Like, that understanding of, like, okay, this is not, like, taking care of myself and taking care of all the things I need to is not a, uh, that doesn't get pushed to the side. That, like, is first priority. And, like, learning how to do that, you know, after, like, spending a long time, like, we're like, oh, like, I just didn't know how to take care of myself because I was, like, a kid and I was just dumb and I didn't know, like, oh, I have mental illness or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a learning process. Um, and that's something I've been through and that's super real, but it's like, uh, you know, it gets better, right? Yeah, like, exactly. that's the whole deal. How, so, that's an amazing mindset, you know, that you've got, that you, now you're, like, starting to work on stuff. It's out of spite, really, for me. Mm -hmm. It's just like, nah, fuck, you know, I'm gonna get better. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it, 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 yeah, I mean, it's like, a, it's kind of mean, but like, yeah, nah, it, 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 whatever works, really. Yeah, well, like, yes and no, like, I know people, like, I know of people who are, like, their, their whole mindset uh, is, is like, I've come in a good fuck, dude. I don't, I don't like to, I don't like to dislike people. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a rule of mine. But like, sometimes you come into, you, you come into contact with a person where you're like, you are so angry and you glorify it of like, you know, people who be like, yeah, I'm a bitch, whatever. You yeah. Know, like, you're just like, absolute chads of the world who are just like they don't care about who they hurt you know they don't like you know they sure. are they're gonna you know whatever anyway like there's something don't glorify that attitude is what i'm saying don't glorify i don't want to glorify the idea of like yeah i do that as spite i said that more as a joke yeah than anything um but yeah like absolutely <laughs> like you get to a point where you're just like it's it's you're only competing against yourself though you do have to have that mindset of like um, you know, I'm gonna do this because I want to do this. I'm gonna get better at all this shit because I want to get better at this shit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I got super into like taking care of my nutrition recently because, like, well, you know, uh, growing up, I always had like meals made for me. I was really fortunate that like uh, both of my parents were phenomenal cooks, um, and I didn't really appreciate that until I got older. And like, um, I still don't all the time when I'm at home. Um, and like you move off by yourself and you're like, oh wow, like I was really fortunate in that way. But like also at the same time, I never learned nutrition, you know, like especially growing up in, in rural Indiana, um, you, you get a lot of like baked meals that were like regular before. Yeah. So like, like, uh, there was this shit is so good. I'm not even knocking this, but like, I know eating it, I'm like, oh yeah, like calories. It's literally, okay. It's a, it's like a ham sandwich with provolone and, uh, like a Hawaiian bun on it and like garlic salt and shit on it. But it's like pressed. And you bake like an entire tray of them as like just a huge thing and then cut them up and you put like butter and shit on it. <laughs> and it's, yeah, dude, it's so good. It's so good. And it's lethal because you're just like eating it and you're like, oh, this is a lot. Kind of sounds like a fire hot pocket. Kind of, kind of, yeah. But a lot better made. Yeah, like yeah. Oh yeah, I guess, I don't know, yeah. But they're, like, eating stuff like that is awesome, and, like, I grew up eating stuff like that, and I swam all the time. Like, I swam competitively since, uh, from, like, I swam in eight and 
under for, I think, three years. I think I started when I was five. No, that can't be right. I had to be... Were you in, like, kindergarten? No, I think I might have been a year before. Wait, yeah, are you in kindergarten when you're five? That's a good question. Yeah, I think so. I think that, because that's what I was in. Were you like I have no like recollection of that. Yeah. I, don't I can't like oh how old were you? You had to be like six or something years old, and I was like I could have been in kindergarten and I could have been in third grade, and that's a period like it's all the same. It's yeah. all the same, yeah. Um, wow, <laughs> that's impressive. He's going in. Can I crack this? Yeah, those two are you. So how does like all this like uh, I wanted to go back to the NFT to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking. Um, and you're cool. Uh, so you know now you're making stuff. Yeah. How is that making you feel? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like that's dude, that's huge for me. You know, like having a creative outlet is so important. Like whatever it is, like you know, I know people who make jewelry. I know people who like like my friend who's really into CS, and like you'd be like, yeah, that's incredibly creative. Uh, like. Uh, at the same time, he also makes music. Like he produces music, um, and super like, sick. Yeah, super dope stuff. Like, is he it, like actually put it out there? Yeah, I I need to I need to plug him. <laughs> I don't I don't know what his I don't know what his ad is right now. I know it's, I don't know my phone. We'll put up an ad right there. Yeah, there you go. Um, shout out Daniel. Uh, but yeah, um, so like you know he's making stuff, and I'm super excited. Like next year, I'm gonna be. An apartment with uh, you know dude making movies. My friend who's like a neuroscience major uh, also oh, writes cool. incredibly po- incredible poetry. Damn, really? Like yeah, lesser known fact about. It. I don't know if he wants that out there, but like it's it's dopest dopest shit. Um, is, but yeah, is your uh, thing not dope? No, yeah, I was gonna say like yeah, you gotta like whatever it is, you gotta have that creative outlet. Whether it's like making podcasts, like it doesn't matter, like whatever it is, like, don't do something because you're like, this is going to be a thing that makes a profit. Like, don't do that until you, like, are like, I want to do that because I found a way that I can mix what I like to do for fun and what I like to do for a profit. Like, don't go into things thinking about making a profit. Think about making something dope and then yeah. think about making a profit. Yeah, no, like, that, that's exactly what's going on with me. It's like, you know, I really like doing this. I, yeah. I, I found a creative outlet and now, like, uh, it's helped put me in like the best state of mind that I'm in or that I've ever been yeah. in just because you know I'm being super creative and along with that I'm not really focused on making the money now I'm just focused on like what's actually being put out there yep. and then eventually you know the money hopefully would start coming in and um, one thing I'm trying to do be more creative do like more production stuff at IU I'm thinking I got friends who want to box right Oh yeah. So I'm thinking not, I not also have friends other, who want to box. But like each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyways, like what I'm saying is what if we could like live stream that? Yeah. Put that out there and make it like a pay-per-view and then where we can go from there is like actual college. I don't even want to make it a I don't even want to make it a pay-per-view. I just want to start a fight club on fight. Twitch. Yeah. No, exactly. That's, that, that, that's gotta be TOS, right? Like you can't do that. Can you do that? Can you put that on Twitch? I, don't know. I mean, but that's why we could find other outlets to do it. And I'm just saying, like, what if it's, like, two bucks? And then college boxing could actually be started. We could be raising yeah, money for college boxing. You could. I think, I think you would have a hard time. I think you would have a better time making it free to watch and then doing it sure. on a platform you can put ads 
just, I actually, just I was, yeah. film the boxing match the entire time. Be like, are you sitting on a couch? Everyone, pull your phones, pull up the stream. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh God. Yeah, just put out a little video. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. And uh, I started streaming a little bit. You've been streaming. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That sounds it sick. Is kind of fun. And like I was saying, live streaming on Thursday nights when music comes out, reviewing it, just having a chill time. That's sick. I think that could be cool. That's sick. And then we can just start like the whole way we see stream. And then. Yeah. The boxing thing could be a part of it. Yeah. Imagine that. You guys have a whole whole like you have it on we, the dome. We oh, have we have a lot love of to see it. Yeah, I was I I feel bad because I realized that you said this is also your first podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we did that thing on the snap. Yeah, that is true. Portion. But yeah. this is my first time being on like Yeah, congrats. You've been thank you. I know I made it. Yeah. <laughs> you made it mom like you made it. Um I miss it yet. But Can I be shitty? Yo, how's the lighting, Sam? Lighting looks fine. Okay, sick. <laughs> how's the lighting? I'm, dude, I'm so tweaked about fluorescence. Oh, yeah. No, it's a, yeah, I, cause like, okay, I've done this shit. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I made podcasts, I like tried to, we never, I didn't put anything out, but like. How come? Um, it was just bad. Right. It was just like, when you and your friend are into like, cause I was never like, yo, come over, film the podcast. It was always like, Oh, here. like, we've hung out for five hours, and I've been trying to convince you to sit down with me and have a podcast, because it's, like, just us hanging out, and I'm like, yeah. shit, bro. Or I just get, like, too distracted, and then I sit around, and, like, I'm way ADHD. Um, like, super, super that. Can we see a Grant Winslet podcast coming? Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought about it. Yeah, it, it could be interesting. I would like to sit down. Like, there are people who I so I actually some of my friends and I we started a podcast and we made like. But it, the problem is we did it all on Discord, and I don't know if you know what Discord is like when you're with the boys. Yeah. But it's not. It goes crazy. It goes. <laughs> it goes dummy, and uh, the problem is like. Sometimes when I'm not sitting in a room with someone and being like, oh, we're on camera, it's just like you say dumb No shit. filter. Yeah. yeah. And it's, well, it's not like no filter. It's not like he was like saying well, stuff yeah. that we were like, oh, we can't put it out there. But it's just like, it's like us sitting and talking about a person. Yeah. Like that we have mutually for like out. five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Like it's somebody like, else's business. That you could yeah. you cut out that stuff though? Or was it just mostly It, it was just like... Dude, when you're on Discord, it was like, like we could just dude, talk listen, the it's, it's a personal. No, 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 it's not. Yeah, it, it was like just really personal and just yeah. not interesting to anyone besides us. Yeah. Um, and like, it was like two in the morning every time we. It was like between yeah. like eleven thirty a.m. and like three or four in the morning every time we recorded them. Dang. So it was like those hours talks, and it was like. Those are sometimes the best talks, though. Yeah, but it, it you know, like this. Is, so this is like part of it. Is like, yeah, it's like, okay, I don't know. I ramble a lot, and like, I realize I tend to do that when I can't see other people. I just get like dopamine every time I see like my my icon go green on Discord. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. Nice. Um, but you think uh, like being on camera has something to like change that? I don't know. That's fine. We'll see. Because um, it sounds like a Discord. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I like when you're not really like I don't know. Does the audio only have something that goes like maybe on in your brain that says like, oh, uh, we can 
we just be talking like this? Well, it's like not like it's it's. I I've realized it now when I've started rambling. I've just been looking at that painting of flowers over there, and I'm, I've forgotten to make eye contact. But it's like yeah, like. I sort of know. No, that's like the ADHD part yeah. kicking in, like where I'm just like, it's so like weird for me to make eye contact, but like, oh fuck, we're doing a podcast. I forgot about yeah. camera. No, but no, yeah, no, yeah, right, yeah, no, yeah, no. That's a Midwest yeah. thing that I love. It's yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure. I say yeah, no, yeah, for sure, and it's yeah. I agree with you. No, don't doubt yourself. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, oh no, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I just did that all. Yeah, no, yeah. I was even thinking about it. Well, you're not from the Midwest. No, but that's the thing. Like, well, I thought you were from the Midwest. Oh, you were. Like, I'm born right, 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 right. I feel like I just... When did you move to Cali? How old were you? Fifth grade. Oh, okay. So you kind of grew up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, third through fifth grade, I was in Michigan. I don't know if that did anything, but... But I feel like it's it's definitely not as rural as Indiana. Mm. Or, you know, like Midwest, I feel. Yeah. But, whack. <laughs> but yeah, so the NFT thing is super cool because I think you're going to see a lot of people in collectibles, that's going to be super neat. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see it become, you know, what I really want to push, like, creatively as well as, like, from a business standpoint, is the idea of I'm going to try to implement uh, NFTs as objects in a digital space. So, like, whether that's like something like VR chat, where you're like, oh, you're, you know, looking at people in VR and they have like all of these like different, you can make yourself look however you want. If you're like, okay, you do that, but you make it like the, you make that Facebook. Like you make that how you chat on Facebook. Like, so, you to make like so it's like, like so it's like so it's like oh I have this NFT of like these shoes that I also have in real life so I can look like myself. Like when the tech is that good, That's cool. you scan yourself like you can yeah. So you're trying to like attach physical attachments like objects to the NFTs. I think yes and no. I think you might get to a space where um, virtually you are spending a lot of time, right? People are spending a lot of time. Especially like VR. Well, I think VR and also, I think really AR, augmented reality, is going to get way bigger. What's the difference? Um, So like, uh, virtual reality is uh, totally like you are in a space, you are not in the real world, you're looking at something, and you're in a completely digital world, like everything is fabricated, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas augmented reality, is you are in this world and you have some sort of augment, like the best examples of oh, Pokemon Go, yeah. where it would have the camera and you could like put it, point it wherever. Like I think augmented reality has that's a ton of potential cool. too. Mike um, and Logan were talking about this on Impulsive. I, that's when I was like, it sounds oh, really cool. So do you listen to Impulsive or no? I have no idea what that is. Okay, so it's just a podcast. Do you listen to like podcasts in general? Yeah. So uh, who do you listen to? Uh, I listen to like stuff you should know and like NPR, but then like. I'll like uh, throw on podcasts of like people like I watch on like YouTube or whatever at the time, just yeah, like listen to one or two episodes. So like um, one minute talk show has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Is that the bar scene guy? No, one minute talk show. Because yeah. there's there's also a one minute talk man who kind of talks about like sports stuff. No, no, no it's not. It's no, it's one minute talk show. This is one of the goofiest things I've ever seen. I fucking love it. It's just like memes, but they set it up like a talk show. Like and they're like, yeah, it's just a YouTube channel with a talk show. It's yeah, and they have a podcast too, and yeah, it's ridiculous. I love it. They'll like have uh, one um, of the guys on the podcast like leave and then come back playing a different character in like a, just a dumb costume or like he's dressed up. Or, like, so is it like a show yeah. podcast or is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. on YouTube. Yeah, okay. One yeah, that's cool. Because um, I like the whole like seeing stuff. Yeah, I'm alive, but yeah. like I have to see stuff. So, like, oh I, shit! I <laughs> Yo, recliner <laughs> cast. I like recliner it. Cast. But I was um with the shades on. There you go. This is, uh, yeah. uh, but that's why. Thanks I for having me on, guys. <laughs> exactly. You just vibe in. What's yeah. up? That's why, like, I was. I try. I want to do it like a show more, like. Because Impulse was kind of like that, the podcast we both like. Sure. And, you know, you be liking it too. Do you listen to audio only or do you prefer No, them? yeah, I, I listen to everything. Um, I, do you I, listen to them on Spotify? Yeah, I listen to a bunch of them on Spotify and I also listen to... Uh, you listen to Joe Rogan? <laughs> I haven't in a while. Uh, I've listened to some of them just because you get interested in people on. Yeah. Um, Who'd you watch? Um, I think I watched... Uh, I, I watched, okay, so I had no, like, real, I had seen, like, articles, I didn't have an opinion on Joe Rogan as a person, I hadn't, like, watched any of the stand-up comedy, I knew him as, like, the Fear Factor guy, mm -hmm. uh, and then I was like, oh, I also don't know, like, I see memes about Ben Shapiro, but I don't know, like, what he's about, really, mm -hmm. realistically. Um, he, he posts YouTube videos, too. Yeah, I, I, he is interesting. He is uh, a character. Yeah. And I think, I think at a fundamental level, a lot of the ways he argues are using logical fallacies. I did debate. And <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, no, I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm an expert. I wasn't, like, good at it. Like, I, I, I did Model UN, and I really liked Model UN. Uh, model UN Nations because it's a lot more about politics and like yeah, coming up and writing legislation. Yeah, you did. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it was just a rebuff or did you do Yeah, that? I just did a rebuff. I, um, but yeah, I, I ran the, the club for a few years. Damn. Um, yeah, because I, I was really fortunate and I somehow got like, I think I got like second place out of like 50 people. Um, getting picked up like the day before the competition because somebody dropped out and they needed numbers and I was lame and I didn't like, I was afraid of people my own age. So I was like, uh, oh, I'm going to like talk to like the seniors because they seem to like know what's going on. I was a dick. Don't do that. If you're in high school, don't do that. Um, it's like meet people your own age, be a kid. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm going to teach myself computer science. If you're gonna do it, do it, but if your heart isn't in it, don't do it because you think it'll make you money. Um, that's my advice. Uh, I did spike the camera that entire time. Um, but yeah, like, I uh, was like super into like CS and stuff because I was like, oh, this is like a safe career option, I should learn it ahead of time. But I was just like, my heart wasn't in it, I wanted to make creative stuff. Like, 
I knew that. Just like wasn't listening to that. So yeah, that is advice. Uh, is like don't do something just because you think it'll make you money. It'll make you miserable. Um, but yeah. Uh, what do you think made you think like that? Like was there like a childhood like way that you kind of? I mean, to I like that or no? I don't know. Like I was really fortunate as a kid, but I was like, oh, I want a house. Like I just. I don't know. I was like, I, I, and like, I had this like perception of like, oh, like I need money, you know, like you need money to live. I want to be yeah. independent. Like, freedom is huge for me. Like, that's a huge thing. Is like, I want to be doing things on my own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that that works better for me. Um, as far as like, as far as that goes, I don't want to be limited by things. And so, like, money is a limiting factor for me. In a lot of ways, because it's like, oh shit, like, you know, like went through the 2000 recession, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and like, uh, like, I see that as a person, but I'm also like, okay, this is something I need to achieve, but I can't let it control me, and I can't let it control what I do. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, if you're doing something only for the money, don't do it. Right. But if you're doing something that, like, will you that you enjoy and you find a way that you can also make money off of it, yeah, go for it. Right, like, hundred percent. Are you trying to do that with entrepreneurship, then? Yeah, that's that's kind of my mo. Is like I'm gonna uh, start something or work on somebody, uh, work on something with somebody, and uh, hopefully make something out of it. You know, that's I think like that's the dream. So, are you gonna connect your NFT, you know, interest with it, or do you have other? Um, yeah, I am. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to do with that. Like, that's what I'm what I'm about now. Because I remember, like you were saying, um, you were uh, wanting to do a three, like make the Apple three D printers. Yeah. And make the company that was like yeah, absolutely one in every house. That's that's yeah, dude. That's a that's a huge thing for me. Like long term is like I want to make like the best. I want to advance the technology to the point where you know everybody is going to want to have one of these in their house because it's going to be so convenient. Um, and I don't think the technology is there right now. Well, yeah. Well, um, what do you think you're gonna? Um, you know, make or yeah, what, what are people gonna need that like they want in there? I think you'll get to a point where everything is gonna be like you want to you download stuff from IKEA. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, like it builds like, a chair and it'll just build it for you. Yeah, and that would be crazy. Dang. What and then like collectibles? Like, you think that that could happen with paintings? And then the NFTs could be sent over and you buy them and then you get that's the possible. Yeah, dude. Holy cow. With anything, with like you get you yeah like get to a point where you can do it in full color when you mm-hmm. get like RGB, um, but to the point where you can have an RGB filament right fed through. Um, like, That'd be cool as hell. Yeah, but I think when you get to that point, like you're going to see um, the ability to create like full dioramas mm-hmm. um, and like own it or own a piece of art, you know. Yeah. Can you show me your? Um, do you have your NFT like on hand or no? I don't handle like the video. Yeah, it's on my phone. Can I see it? What is it? I'm recording my phone. Oh, never mind then. Um, Do you have. Yeah. Can I look it up? Yes, I, I can pull it up on. Um, okay, we'll just pop it up. But I know it's a golden heart. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. And Why'd you make that specifically? Like, what? I don't know. Really? Yeah. There's. There, I mean, okay. That was like art for me, right? I was yeah, like, yeah. this is going to be a thing that is for the purpose of selling that is artistic. And I just wanted to like try to play with the idea of like making an item in 3D and selling it as like a collectible. 
I thought that was cool. It's like really cool. And cool. Yeah, uh, are you trying to become like a really good artist and then sell your art on the NFT stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like that's that's like part of it for me. Um, like, no, I don't want to be a good artist. I just want to be an artist yeah. who yeah. makes so, a profit. But it's not going to be like the traditional like, painting stuff. So how are you going to yeah. incorporate your major like architecture? Yeah. With it, is it going to be more structures? I mean. Something like that. I, I think architecture as a study is more broadly encompassing than. <coughs> Bro, I'm talking too much. Hey, we like it though. Do you need another water? Yes, I should have down too. Yeah. You want to go grab it? Yeah, we'll cut real quick. I'm serious That's about sick. this? Yeah. That 3D stuff? Yes. I don't know why, but it clicked with me, bro. That's cool. And the stuff that you're doing, like imagine this can be 3D printed. Dude, okay, so here's the thing, is it's like what I really want to see is like, what I think is going to be huge that I'm super into now is um, like seeing digital uh, assets traded like already, like mm -hmm. as like collectibles, but Shit, also as should, should we just roll? Are we roll? Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're still good. No, there's like, okay, so um, specifically, uh, there is a company called uh, Artifact Studios, uh, RTFKT, and they released a bunch of uh, digital shoes that could never exist, like in the real world, or at least not now, right? Like you can't like what, make what type? Like, like they made like an Atari themed shoe, oh, yeah, okay. and like like off of like classic style shoes. Oh fuck, I fucked up the. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, so um, they sold a bunch of shoes that like never exist as real shoes. So they made like shoes that were like. And like that's kind of what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to push the boundaries of like what people want in like collectible items. So like you know like you get a cape that is like blowing or whatever. It's like you can't get stuff that looks like that in the real world. You can't get like levitating stuff. You can't get you know a bunch of special effects on things um, because you know physics. Um, like right. I think that's going to be really sick. Is where you get like a fuck ton of. Uh, people really reaching for things that are outside of the box and like really pushing the limits of what you can do uh, as far as like reality. It's those, it's those types of people that you know make it and make it big. Yeah, yeah. So that's like that's another thing that I'm working on like NFTs is like right now I'm working on like a collectible um, called Google. Just look out for it. Um, I guess by the time it'll it'll be out, we'll have the all of the social media. It's super new, um, but yeah. is it just you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm making them myself. Um, I'm, what is it? Um, you don't you'll see. Okay. Yeah, you'll oh, see. Right. It's, 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 so my plan is to release uh, mid... Uh, what month is it? June. June. Or mid to late July. Okay. This is when it'll be, it'll be the first, first batch. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, is it going to be like a, like a bunch of coke? Or you just don't want to say it? Yeah, All right, that's uh, so it's, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now, and then there's a bigger project in the works uh, of, of really pushing those limits of mm -hmm. like what is going to be fashion in the future. Dang. And like I think like you know taking uh, NFTs to like another level of like what you can do with them and, and when you can get to a point where you have customizable NFTs. Uh, like you'll you'll see like 
some shit go down where you like me. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that mindset, bro. Like, yeah. You know. How soon do you think that type of shit could happen? Like five like, years or like twenty? I think like. I don't know. We'll see how long it takes me. He, here's what I'm okay. thinking. <laughs> here's what I'm thinking, and I, I see so much future for this because yeah. I say it all the time to you know other people that I'm trying to convince about NFTs. Mm -hmm. It's like or just don't try to convince you about it. No, no, no. I'm not convince you, but I'm just saying it to the viewers. Absolutely. It's like you went to work and then you use your computer. That was like the start in the nineties, right. right? The dot com boom, yeah. blah blah blah. But it never really came home. Now look at us. We literally have a phone, an Apple Watch. Yeah. We have Flex. our computers at home. Our TVs are connected to it. You know. And I just see, like you're saying, this whole like exponential curve of how digi digital assets are going to be used. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I see the future for it, and you got the mindset, which again is going to get you we'll there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm kind of just dicking around right now. It seems cool though. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean like, you know, I'm, I'm a big picture person, right? Like, yeah. I, when I think about things, I'm like, what's, how far can we take this shit? Yeah. Like, what's the cap on sure. it? What's going to be next big picture? Like, I really liked history in school, uh, which is like, um, obvious if you uh, think about how hard it is for me to make eye contact. But, like, uh, you'll see, like, you know, if you can analyze trends like that in the past, and like say, okay, this has happened. This is what you know. This is where we're going. Um, and like, I don't fuck with horoscopes. Um, I don't really believe in like. I don't know. It's hard for me to say I'm gonna, you know, know what's gonna happen in the future because like, I, I like like I said, I like to stay agnostic about yeah. those things. Uh, when I predictions I usually do it based upon like a gut feeling after looking at what has happened in the past and what is happening right now mm -hmm. um, like that has helped me in a lot of ways um, so yeah like 100% I think NFTs are like to the moon like, no, for sure. that shit is you think NFTs are like going to go more than like cryptocurrency like bitcoin uh, I think, I, you think well I think they'll be yeah, yeah concurrently just because it's all digital assets, yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. what are your thoughts on like that little crash that uh, compared to what it's going to be? Are you so, in on like, what? Are you in on Bitcoin and Ethereum? Yeah. Did the crash hurt you? What? Did the crash hurt you? No, I bought it. That's that's what I got in on. Um, so, because <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, it's it's like. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know how it will go, but I am long term in crypto. Yeah, yeah. like smart. the crypto I uh, like have is like yeah I'm going to you know hold on to that like I think that will be um, valuable in the future. And yeah, I think that's the way think a lot of things are going. Everything's going digital. Yeah, I mean, just like we were saying, and I think. This little, you know, crash is just time for improvements. Yeah, time for everything to improve. It's true. It's true. And like, I mean, you've seen that in the past. Like, you saw that in the two thousand game session. Um, like, that's gonna like at any time there is like a a downturn in the world. There is progress made exponentially at other uh, like in other places. Like, I think. 
Yeah, this one's been doing this for a while. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think, I think cryptocurrency is here to stay. Like, I don't want to make any, you know, speculations publicly about which ones are going right. to yeah. be here to stay, um, because I just don't know. And yeah, I don't think anybody knows, and I think that that's what this time is for. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, look at the Renaissance, right? Like, that happened following the Bubonic Plague, like, to a lesser degree, COVID, but because, you know, it wasn't anywhere near as long, but, you know, people were quarantining and people were saying, you know, and I think in some ways and not in others, we move faster now um, because we have the knowledge of, you know, past. Generate. Well, yeah, that, that and the culmination of all knowledge um, that has been, you know, the, like we know what happened in the past. Like you can study art history, history for free online. History, like yeah, like if you're gonna make something creatively in a time like this during a pandemic where everyone's locked inside, you have all the information at your fingertips. Like you can sit down. All you have is time. You just do it. And like I think I think crazy people benefited from like not like actually crazy people but like crazy people who are like I have this thing I'm gonna go for it like yeah. I, this is what I want to do like I got really into working out during the pandemic like yeah, um, yeah like absolutely like yeah that's something I've learned and especially like I was talking about like nutrition yeah like connecting with yeah like dude learning that like oh I'm going to need to exercise for not only my physical but also my mental health and like if my physical health is better my mental health improves like automatically yeah. and what I put into my body is, you know, nutritionally sound, like I'm getting the right work nutrients. Yeah, like it's it's it is it is all interconnected and that's something we like kinda taught in school, but like they were never like this eat your food. Yeah, they were like, yo, this is like yeah, like health class, big props to health class, hated it. Hated yeah. it. It was so boring. It was you terrible. Were saying health class. Oh yeah, no, nobody likes health class. I mean it's just like a a, a dick off class, honestly. And it's like it's no, that should probably like be hard, but it's like yeah, like you're not gonna like push that as hard as like maths or whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. Your your focus is on the other things. Right. And that's like uh um I feel like that's kinda like how we're taught though. Right. No, it's a it's a product of I mean essentially the industrial revolution and being like, oh the things we benefit are doctors and engineers and it's like Yeah, but it's like, you know, to I, I'm a big proponent. I, I think education has a lot of problems and yeah, I think there sure. are a lot of ways that education could be improved. Um, at a fundamental level, not at uh, I, first of all the way it's run hundred percent, but like also, in terms of like the way people learn things is yeah. is not how you think it is. Like we're as we're learning more about psychology and we're learning more about how people learn. I think we're seeing like, oh, you can make information consumable. Like you can make information that is interesting to follow. But if you like, I, I think the best way you can teach people something is legitimately through stories like I think that is one of the best ways uh, to to learn how to teach and even if you're not teaching specifically a story teach things like story right like I think if you follow things in chronological order a lot of times that makes a lot of sense to people um, that is a problem that I've had like I found that like oh 
it's hard for me to learn in these ways. But obviously, like, people learn in different ways, and, like, making sure people are learning things, and, like, sitting down with them, and, like, teaching them in a way that it makes sense to want to learn, right? Like, if you're, if you start off, and you're, like, you know, in preschool or kindergarten, you're like, okay, this is what the world is, like, and start teaching people, like, really big things, and they're like, here's the big picture, you know, like, whoa, like, all this stuff, like, I think that's really good for people, and then you, you can get down into the minutia, but I think at a certain point, it, like, you should learn what you want to learn, and do things, and, like, be led through doing things by somebody, and, like, making things, and doing whatever it is you want, and then along the way, you can, like, be taught the skills that you need, you know, like, there's this uh, Australian school that I really like the way it's formatted, the um, superintendent or principal, I don't know what it is, uh, it's, but it's either a superintendent or a principal of the high school, I think it's a high school, no, maybe not, I don't know, um, is, like, He's doing a TED talk, and he was just saying, like, you know, fundamentally, the education system, as we know it, works um, pretty well for some people, uh, like a third of people. And it's like, there's two thirds, or there's a third that is unengaged, and there's a third of burned out people who are interested in one thing, and they know what they want to do, or they're interested in a certain area, and they haven't been able to pursue that because they've had to, you know... Yeah, do school. And, like, um, I think you can give people fundamentally a better education if you let them do what they want to and explain how to learn things. You know, you can apply calculus to anything. Like, I didn't enjoy calculus, but I learned most of it. Like, because the fundamental tools of calculus are so important, you can analyze so much stuff. But the way it's taught is really convoluted, right? Because there's this book called uh, Burn Math Class. I can't remember the author right now. Um, But what's explained in that book is it's like, okay, basically the way you should teach math is you should teach people arithmetic, like number systems, right? Then arithmetic. And then, like, you know, basically addition, subtraction, you know, exponential values, and then you teach them uh, basically uh, like algebra, like basic algebra, and lines, and graphs, and then you teach them calculus. Like straight <laughs> right. to you know? Like, because it makes more sense to give someone, or sorry, uh, geometry is in there because proofs are so important. Like, if you teach all the math through proofs, and you make proofs not boring, math makes way more sense. Like, that's how it makes sense to me. If you give someone the rules, and you're like, here are the things that we've created with the rules. Because if you understand calculus, you can understand how formulas are derived for all of the stuff in geometry. Like, when they tell you, like, oh, here's a final volume of cylinder. You're like, okay, cool, Um, that's interesting, but, like, how do you do the math to get to that point? Like, I understand, like, on a, a fundamental level, like, basic shapes, but, like, when you're like, Here's the cone formula. Like, you can understand that if you understand calculus. You can understand how someone got from arithmetic and looking at a shape to that point, mm-hmm. right? Like, that makes sense. But it's not taught that way. You're taught, like, all of this formula, all of these formulas, and all of this. It's like, like just formula. memorization. Yeah, it's, it's a root memorization works for some. It goes out the window. What? It goes out the window, like, 
super quick. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, understanding, like, the way I did really well in chemistry in high school. And I think the reason for that is because I understood why things were what they were. Like, I took the time to just, like, Google, like, oh, how do they derive this formula? Because I was just curious. Um, and, like, because I was taking, like, or I was, I was, like, reading that book and that taught me a lot of calculus. Um, and, you know, I was taking, I don't even know what I was taking at the same time in school, in math. I was just like, okay, I understand why the numbers are what they are and, like, where things come from and how mass and volume work. And, like, if you understand that and, like, oh, I also got really into um, nuclear physics at the same time. I was like, I want to yeah. just, like, pull yeah, I was, bro. Not, not, like, quantum mechanics. Like, so I was casual. Just, no, well, okay, so I got really bored in middle school. Yeah. Um, and so I just read books in all my classes. Um and eventually in my eighth grade science class, like, they started teaching us, like, chemistry, and they were like, these are atoms, and I was like, holy shit, this changes everything. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. that, that would, like, understanding that will fundamentally change your view of how the world works, and understanding things at a very basic level will help you understand things at every other level through, like, chemistry yeah. and physics. Like, it... You're interested in this stuff. I like yeah, it. I like. Well, okay, I like learning. I yeah. I don't. Well, what you want to learn? It doesn't make sense to me that I, I don't know the the way that I am. I like to understand how the world works. Yeah. Um, partially because I'm curious, and partially because I want to figure things out. You know, like I want to know how to like make stuff. I want to know how to do like all the things. Mm -hmm. It's like a. I guess it's a weird obsession of mine. Like, I need to know how things work because, like, I don't like interacting with something and not understanding, like, how it should work or fundamentally how it works. And you like, put in the work behind it. Not really. Well, but, like, um, you do the research. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, I mean, it feels half-assed because it's, like, I, I pick things up really quickly from a lot of things, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, I don't, like, really research stuff. I just, like you know, watch a bunch of documentaries and then go on Wikipedia binges. And <laughs> have you ever done that? Just like yeah. scroll like link to link to link to link and it's like that like all night. Like I have insomnia, it's a problem. But like yeah dude, that you shit is so all the tabs on you me. learn so much that way. Yeah dude, pull up my laptop right now. There's twenty four tabs of Wikipedia. <laughs> um that's interesting though. I mean I, I want to be like that, but I feel like there's so many times where uh, I don't. I don't know. I just don't want to put in like the um, like sitting down reading. I don't like. I don't really like enjoy reading, and I never have. I just like doing stuff and actually like doing it with yeah, the hands on. Yeah. That's how I yeah. I I 100% get that. I um, like. I've had that experience, and like I still have that experience all the time. But. On the other hand, there is so much value in reading. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I legitimately feel myself getting stupider when I stop reading. Yeah. Like, when I stop reading whatever, like, books. If I sit down and read a book, but, like, otherwise, like, you just don't screw up as often. Like, it, there's something about it that, like, helps you slow down. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, activates your mind or something. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a, a sort of zen thing for yeah. me. It's like, I'm, yeah, I'm super ADHD. 
like, so I will just sit down and like read and like you feel so much better after that. Like when you've like slowed down and like started thinking about something else that isn't everything all at once, you yeah. know, when you're, when you are able to like sit down and focus on one thing. And the other application of that is no matter what you're doing, there is something to read about it. Like you can always get better, like hundred yeah. percent. And also, um, if you read enough stuff, you realize that like, oh, there are other possibilities. Like that is really, that has been really good for, you know, my mental health, especially just growing up reading all the time. It's like, I kept an active imagination. And like with that, like you understand that like, yeah, okay, I'm, I consider myself a realist, but then again, who doesn't? Uh, but like, you know, I, I like to see things as they are. Like that is my, my, my way of life, I guess, mm -hmm. is like, I'm going to try to figure out things, uh, and make it make sense to me. Um, you do that through reading. And yeah. And, and, and the other part of that is you oftentimes discover things that you didn't know before. Like regardless, like, was it, um, Fisher, Bobby Fisher, the chess guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, sure. I watched him on YouTube. What? The chess guy? Wait, um, I... Yeah, oh, I've got him on also. Yeah, the chess world champion. Yeah, I watch him on YouTube and he does, like, actual... He doesn't post on YouTube, but, like... The oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, <laughs> what kind of content <laughs> is he alive still? Like, um... But yeah, like, absolutely, like, yeah. Um, Super interesting. I said yeah, like, five times. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, but I, what I will say, we're yeah. gonna catch up and do this. Oh yeah, year. dude, I went way over. I got yeah, another pot. It doesn't matter. 100%. We're saving so much. 100%. And I know we are saving absolutely. so much for uh, season three. Yeah, good podcast. Good but yeah, Wavy She. Uh, I forgot we were on a podcast. Exactly, yeah, that's the thing. That's the vibe I want to create. Though. Right on. Like, for real. Just kicking it, not like a podcast. That's just boys. Howdy, bro. Fair enough. And uh, for you guys, just stay tuned for everything else. Keep it wavy and deuces. Alright. Dude, you killed that. <laughs>